Hey everyone, welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host Jasmine Anderson and today I have a very, very special guest with me. She is the lovely Danielle Noakes. So welcome to the podcast. Hello. So we've kind of briefly touched about different things that we're going to be talking about. So we've looked at uh, money and budget. So what to do if you're well, even if you on a budget or whether you want to save a bit of money, how you can go about doing that. Competition and work prep, so time management skills, social life, and we'll kind of just, well, we'll, we'll probably talk about loads of different things, but um, I haven't decided on the title yet. We'll kind of see. So if you guys don't know who Danielle is, I'll do a bit of a overview. And if Danielle, if there's anything I've missed, then just let me know. So yeah. she came fifth in South Coast in the UK BFF. And what month was that? She was at May? April. April. So that was in April. Just missed out on the placing. And then she came back, smashed the Clank Classic with the first place. And then she's just come off the British finals with a fourth place in junior bikini. So have I missed anything? Oh, um, I did um, Stars of Tomorrow last year and came first in that. Amazing. Okay, so I think we should first touch on your competing history and yeah kind of how you came back into the fitness world and also it was interesting to see your transformation from your self-crush show to your Kent classics I don't know if you want to touch on that and what you feel like you did to kind of push yourself and obviously you came fifth you came first and if you wouldn't have done the Kent classic obviously you wouldn't have got that fourth place in the British final so I'm interested to hear your mindset behind that um and how you kind of came back stronger really okay so the first show uh this year obviously in april we did it because it was just local to me really so it was a nice nice start i kind of went into it you know when you don't feel something so yeah i went into it not very confident at all like i remember lining up behind the curtains and just thinking oh my god this i i do not have this like these girls are insane and i kind of let that play in my mind whilst I was out there like all of my pictures I'm not smiling I'm just looking at the floor kind of thing so yeah and then afterwards I was just disappointed in myself like I know I had a good package but I just didn't show it off at all so that motivated me for the Kent Classics to just like in in the period in between just push and push like lift heavier um just be better. I did so much more posing practice. That really helped. How far then, did you do your posing when it came to the South Coast? Oh, how many weeks were in between? Really? Uh, probably six or seven weeks out, like do, doing it every day. Mm. And then before that, just sort of doing it a couple of times a week, maybe. And I had my sister and her friend do like <laughs> like a confidence sass class with me I love they it. both their drama and um like motivational speaking kind of thing coaching so yeah they really helped actually yeah. also and I, I noticed that you came in um a lot leaner as well with the clank classic if I'm correct was your weight a lot different between those two shows uh no it was only I can't really remember like um probably half a kg or a kg difference oh that's not much then yeah not too much um I'm quite small anyway like I think if I'd been any leaner it would look like a bean pole but (laughs) 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 yeah like 
That's interesting because yeah. you looked a lot tighter in the Clone Classic, which was obviously which is obviously what they um what they like to see. But no, that's awesome. So how did you? When was the Clone Classic again? Was that quite close to the finals? August. August. Okay, so you had some time between August and October. Did you change anything at all, like throughout your whole prep? Um, after my first show this year, we, me and my partner, we ate quite a lot after. So I suppose it, for the Kent show, it took longer to get into shape, sort of thing. Mm. And then British finals, I brought a lot of a leaner package because it was um. It was not leaner, it was just tighter because mm. there was a shorter gap in between and obviously I was far more controlled like for a longer period of time. I think I saw something that you graduated. Am I just making it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From um, Portsmouth Uni, um, I did illustration and I got first. Oh my God, congrats. That's amazing. So you just congrats, so sorry, you just graduated this year, right? Yeah, in like around the beginning of summer. God, so you were competing and you were getting your degree. That's amazing. Yeah. So how, so probably if any students are listening to this, they could probably want to hear and know how (laughs) the hell you did it. (laughs) Because obviously if you've got the brain power, that kind of takes a hit sometimes. Yeah, it took so much, so much out of me. Like I I didn't realise it at the time, but looking back now, I think, oh my God, how did I do that? Like I used to wake up, Mm, not early for some people but like 6am every morning like and then go to the gym um before like all my lectures started and then I'd be working till like 11 o'clock at night just con it uh, with art it's like loads of coursework and obviously every art piece or drawing or whatever takes so much time like Mm. it it just yeah it was horrible I did it (laughs) (laughs) you did it you did it I think we should definitely move on to the money and budget side because um, I know I well I personally didn't realize how expensive competing was until you're kind of halfway through and you're like oh my god is there more that I'm having to spend like yeah. out and obviously being a student that's just a completely different kettle of fish because obviously they don't give you a lot of maintenance loan rent's really expensive you've got obviously pay out for like your illustration stuff so I guess kind of like if you could give any tips or any things that you did to kind of make sure that you weren't running yourself into too much debt, but obviously you wanted to bring the best package that you could, but on a budget. So how did you go about doing that? Um, I wrote like everything down. Like I had to uh, budget myself. So you, I wrote down obviously all my outgoings and I didn't spend anything on myself. Well, well obviously I did like new gym gear and stuff but (laughs) all the time it had to be cut down and I am very 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 lucky to have such a good support network like my boyfriend (laughs) I owe him a lot (laughs) and my mum like I couldn't I could not have competed if it wasn't for like the support of my mum you know like she um paid my rent luckily so I had that student loan to be able to afford my coach to be able to get bikini and things like that but I did look at a lot of um like uh Facebook uh like selling pages that's a really good way of finding bikinis and shoes uh, on the cheap and Depop I sold a lot of my clothes on there to earn money (laughs) 
because um, I just didn't have time for a job either to give a hundred percent into my coursework. So yeah, I had to find other ways of getting money. So I think let's break it down. So I'm gonna go from the bottom up, like, and I'll put my input in here as well about how you know you obviously you want to bring your best on stage, and obviously if money wasn't an option, we'd be we'd be laughing with me. But obviously if you've got different commitments and bits like that then it can be really really difficult so i'm going to start from the bottom when it came to shoes obviously yeah. some things you can't sacrifice and some things you kind of can and kind of like wing it so like what did you do for shoes for shoes um i went to uh show shoe me website um but i got the most basic bland pair ever and i got diamonds from amazon for like a quid and stuck them on myself love it i did the same yeah it's <laughs> You don't need to pay that extra, whatever, like 50-odd quid for someone else to do it when you can probably do a better job. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, I think credit to you as well. Like, I think sometimes when you get into kind of the competing world, obviously you can't help but sometimes... I think by you placing fourth place, it shows that it's obviously all of this stuff is really important, but at the same time, you can't buy your physique, do you see what oh, I mean? No, like just because you have the best or the most expensive things, it, it literally means nothing. Yeah. It's just what you bring on the day. Definitely. So I did exactly the same. Um, I actually got my mum to do my diamond tissues because I thought I'm not giving myself this responsibility <laughs> when I can't even drive halfway down yeah. the road. <laughs> so I was like, nope, not happening. So yeah, I got my mum to do my shoes and I did, I think I found like Nina Ross's like discount code and I just thought, right, I'm just going to use this like crazy on the show Shoe Me website. So working up, what did you do in terms of um, beauty kind of regimes and prep and that sort of thing? Okay, um... Skin wise, I struggle with breakouts a lot. Mm. Um, I use proactive beforehand for if you if you want perfect skin on the day, it's got to be like six three months beforehand prepping skin. <laughs> That's what I found, and luckily, every single time I've, I've had good skin because I've like taken so much precaution. Like I never wear makeup during the day or only ever for a special occasion because I'm just so scared it's going to flare up yeah gym hair up just <laughs> just a mess basically <laughs> just embrace um, the pineapple that's what I say yes yes embrace it um my sister does my show day makeup because <laughs> I'm not paying for someone else to do it yeah <laughs> But yeah, she is amazing and she comes to all my shows and does it for me, which is very nice. Oh, that's cute. I think yeah. definitely like if you've got someone in your network, I think that's a good kind of takeaway point. If anyone, like I didn't realise, I have loads of friends who are hairdressers and I was panicking thinking, oh my God, I'm going to do my own hair. And I thought, hang on, Jazz, like just take a moment to like think about this one. And I had probably five hairdressers that I could have called and obviously one of them <laughs> did it for me and obviously cut yeah. the price down because he's like a mate's rate sort of thing but yeah like I think it's easy sometimes to kind of think oh you just got to go with what the provider says and obviously there's a there's a there can be a political side to that but I do personally believe like if you've got a network then just try and tap yeah. into it and see whether you can kind of get through it on that side yeah because like my mum's um, a hairdresser as well so she cuts my hair dyes it you've got me. a great family like your family was made <laughs> no. to help you compete i love it 
yeah it's kind of just worked out um so yeah and for my bikini um the first ever show I did I got a cheapy one but it was actually like lovely like so well made and such good company um because I just did I couldn't justify spending over 200 quid on something it just yeah and then my second competition I thought okay I'll treat myself (laughs) but I only got it because it was on like a discount uh like one of these special you know like I don't know like a year anniversary or something and then I wore it again but I had re-blinged it myself so I I don't understand how people get new bikinis every show and they do oh my god yes like (laughs) If, don't get me wrong like you do you if you've got that kind of money then oh, go for it but yeah, man yeah, but I definitely couldn't so I just had to fling it again to sort of make it feel fresh what yeah. so what what was your what was the kind of bikini that you kind of gemmed up as they say uh my blue one for the king classics was it like oh the one that you got from black eyes yes uh yeah I would never go anywhere else now yeah, Maddie's pretty good. <laughs> I got my bikini from there as well. Not being biased or anything, but yeah, she's no. pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to be like, I mean, like plugging, but um, yeah. So communication as well. Like she's just on top form. <laughs> like my bottoms for um, like my yellow bikini, they um, were like folding over at the back a little bit, the seams. And I told her and she immediately found a solution and um said you know send them back or I'll talk you through it and we do it so my mum like got the sewing machine out and we sorted them out in minutes and it was fine oh that's good so yeah. you went from obviously choosing your bikini color can kind of be um is it it's an enjoyable experience but sometimes you're like oh my god like is it the right color so yeah <laughs> I love the fact that you wore yellow like that's so so rare that was Mandy's choice oh really what was the reason behind that they they every time they look at me they just did yellow. <laughs> it's it's <just> colour. <laughs> and I said, okay, whatever, you you just do what you want. And she came back with that and I loved it. Amazing. So what level bikini did you go for as well? Um, level one. Level one. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. I think, I don't think you can kind of scrimp when it comes to the actual design of the bikini. Like, it's not as if you can kind of go to Primark. So I definitely think get the basic one that you yeah. can. If I mean, Mandy afford- was um, a level zero as well with no diamantes. So if I was, I'm going to wear my yellow one again whenever I decide to compete. But yeah, if I was to get another one from her, then it's going to be a level zero and I'll just do it myself. Do it yourself. Awesome. So what happened when it came to jewellery then? Um, Primark. And no, really? Yeah. And yeah, I live in, um, I, li- I live just outside of um, Slough and it's, um like a yeah like Indian based like culture and we have amazing like Indian boutiques with all the the big jewelry and the saris and that so I just got some from there that's awesome bangles (laughs) nice as well like it's actually something which is completely different as well so you kind of feel like even though you're well you're saving money at the same time but you're doing you're kind of doing something slightly unique as well yeah like from where the judges are sat they can't see yeah, if it's a what? How do you say it? Swarovski. Swarovski crystal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't see. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. People make out like all this stuff's a big deal. Well, I mean, it is, but to to a certain degree. Yeah, definitely. Like 
just because you just you've got to do got... you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I do think less is more when it comes to jewelry sometimes as well. Because obviously the bikini's blingy, and then you've got the jewelry that's yeah. blingy. But yeah, like, I think there's definitely like a fine line at the same time. Yeah, got to use these things like to show your personality. Like I'm not, I'm not into material things. I don't care whether it's like Primark or Michael Kors. It literally means nothing to me. Yeah. So yeah, I think you've just got to try and show who you are. I think they like that. When it came to food as well we choose this lifestyle it can be very expensive but when you do mm. prep it's like just another another territory like so when it came to your meal prepping and food yeah. and that sort of thing was there kind of anything that you did to save money here and there yes i bought um tesco everyday value frozen fish so it came in like a packet of 500 you know divide it by five yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, you have five meals and it costs like what less than two pound I think um cheap veg like broccolis like, yeah broccoli cheaper frozen spinach things like that frozen I mean, everything yeah um broccoli is 49p you can't really go wrong <laughs> I remember yeah. like my freezer just be like my fridge was just like empty but then my freezer was just like <laughs> mental it was like a jungle trying to find everything yeah. I mean, you you can't like something. You have to be mindful of like obviously where the food comes from and the quality of it. Mm. But yeah, like some things you just you just can't. It's better to be like money savvy than just sort of throwing it. Mm. Yeah, like chicken's chicken. <laughs> I remember when I was at uni, I was switching between like muscle food. Lidl, Aldi, and that sort of thing. Like, even though most food was quite nice, like, I personally had like a Lidl, like just down the road yeah. from me. Yeah, exactly. Lidl. Oh my god, when I lived near Lidl, it was just amazing. But then they um, renovated it, and it was gone for a year. It made me sad. Really? <laughs> yeah, but um, muscle food is really good. But um, with me and my partner, we just find we don't have the freezer space. Like, mm. we only like to cook, or I only like to cook for three days at a time. And I live in a family with like five people, and then obviously before that I was in um, uni accommodation, mm. so you, you can't just fill the freezer with chicken. <laughs> but no, everyone, you can't have your Ben and Jerry's. Like my chicken just needs to go here. <laughs> <laughs> my mum was getting so annoyed with me because I was just like it was constantly overflowing, and I just said like, yeah, "Look, absolutely. I'm doing you a favor. You just can't have ice cream for six months, like cause there's literally no space." <laughs> So she ended up buying me like my. She got one from um yeah on Facebook. Facebook's her selling. What's it called? Um, she literally bought like a little like mini freezer for me, which was so cute. Oh, yeah, I need one. <laughs> <laughs> I think she got it for like thirty quid, and she just came home to this like little like like cabinet freezer. She goes, "Yep, this is yours now." And just leave my freezer alone. I was like, "Cool." My boyfriend um bought his own fridge to put in his bedroom. <laughs> My boyfriend, I think me and my boyfriend, your boyfriend will get on very well. He did a very similar thing. He was just like, I can't deal with this. I just need my own space. <laughs> awesome. So when it came to, let's move on to time management. So you mentioned that you were meal prepping three times a week. What kind of advice do you have for girls in terms of saving? Obviously, saving money is a good one, but saving time as well, especially when you've got a lot yeah. of commitments. So I, I probably only did, um meal prep twice a week and for me it was just cooking in bulk doing it all at one time so I'd buy I still buy um 
like a big pack of chicken, a big pack of beef, cook it, oh, weigh it all, cook it all, reweigh it, divide it. So if I have eight gram, 100 grams of chicken, then I know that's eight meals. Mm. And then, so I just cook that all at once. Yeah, veg all at once. And then any, so then I'll, I'll prep properly for three days worth of meals and then all the chicken and beef that I have left over like I won't do the rice or anything for that and I'll put that in the freezer and then take it out like the night before Mm -hmm. that I want to use it so that saved a lot of time just doing it all bulk yeah definitely bulk is the way to go especially when you're like like I can imagine you were at uni like quite a lot of the days as well yeah yeah and so yeah I obviously took all my food in my lunchbox and stuff but if I didn't prep all at once then I'd be like left short I wouldn't be able to have the time you graduated I'm I'm assuming like July or something yeah so did you go straight into because you say you split your time now between being a sales assistant and a freelance illustrator it was that Mm -hmm. kind of around the kind of contest prep that you started to do both or how did it kind of sit yeah I got um job at Waitrose straight after graduating just to get that little bit of extra money. Um, and then whilst I was doing that, I set up my like, online presence for my illustration like, business, mm. um, started uh, like, advertising like my services, and then I got or get quite a lot of um, commissions. And my children's book, which I've advertised online and had like um, hard copies printed and quite a lot of sales for that, send it out cool so would you you were doing all of this while you were still competing as well yeah yeah did you find it it, it, oh sorry did you find it easier to balance your time when you were out of uni in comparison to when you were in uni or was it the other way around um definitely in uni actually because I had more structure like I had my lectures at this time I had to do this at that time and it kind of all worked and flowed together like now I'm out of uni it's a bit like oh god now it's down to me Mm. and it it was okay at the beginning but I admit now I'm struggling with motivation for my um my illustration stuff like it's down to me if I don't do it nothing's going to happen and Mm. that pressure kind of makes you even less motivated in a way because it's like being anxious to even start yeah yeah it's sketch but I'm gonna get out of it and I'm like doing little bits here and there like baby steps to get back into it I know what you mean though because I went freelance last year if anyone doesn't know my backstory I'll do a quick one now why not um I graduated um from international media communications of French sounds fancy it's really not but they like to put a fancy name on it (laughs) and then I did digital marketing like role um, as an assistant and then within a year, I was being promoted up to digital marketing manager in two different roles. And then I kind of had the same, well, what about you, Danielle? I was very much like, okay, this is fun, but I want to kind of be my own boss. Went freelance last year and it yeah. sounds like you're in a very similar position to what I was in. It is definitely battling with your own kind of doubts. And it is very, very scary having that uncertainty. And definitely when you come out of uni as well, you are used to that structure and it's, I think it's definitely trying to, it's trying to mimic, like, I think when you leave uni or school, you kind of think, oh, great, like, I can kind of do what I want. But I think you, oh, this is my personal experience. You do find you kind of go back into school, like, you kind of look at the timetables and you try and mimic it. 
to now i definitely think with being freelance like it's just keep going with it like everyone said to me yeah the first year is going to be yeah. shit but after that it gets better and it is definitely that case like i've now come up to a year and it, yeah it's definitely just pushing through those self-doubts yeah. like, i don't know if you're doing any networking but i found networking has been really really good to get my name out there yeah yeah definitely just keep going with definitely so what's your plans in terms of your off season at the moment then because like well it's only been quite it's actually been about a month Four since weeks? your finals yeah yeah it's gone so quick but it also feels like a year ago <laughs> it feels so far away so what are, what are your plans for the off season at the moment then um grow <laughs> in like not just physically but like I said with my illustration and this will be like this year coming up will be like the first summer that I've had not on prep so mm-hmm reconnecting with my friends having more time to do stuff that I want to do sort of thing so are you um, are you which, which that sound a bit like brush here which gang are you are you the slow reverse diet out or are you with the kind of quite big increases like neither one's like right or wrong by the way just to put it out there but it's just people tend to fall into like two kind of categories I would say when it comes to like reverse dieting so which one have you and your coach gone with slow and steady wins the race, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I'm like, no, sounds good. Oh, I want loads of carbs. But um, my coach is all about uh, like your health and consistency. So introducing loads of food straight away is just going to be, yeah, it's, it's just going to get a bad rebound. You'll have, n- not cert- certain, but you could get bad digestion. You know, you could lose your appetite quicker. And get potentially get like more weight gain than necessary mm. so slow for me works um shows that everything's g- going in the right direction like more yeah. clearly do you know what I mean yeah so what have you dropped like your car is your cardio been dropping at the same time or like what's changed I haven't been on cardio for a long time now like I wasn't on cardio before my show only um, like a walk on rest days um, so that's completely cut out now but obviously I walk my dog and stuff anyway so it is just I live a generally active life my calories are I think two th- around 2200 now um, so yeah and I'm still hungry so it's going good <laughs> <laughs> definitely going good so I know one question that you have had is what kind of what's what weight should you be in the off season now like I think that's a really hard question to kind of answer because obviously yeah everyone is completely different and I think it definitely depends on your coach so like some coaches like to go and keep you relatively lean some coaches like you to be slightly softer I'd say but yeah I don't know what your thoughts are on it I'm definitely in the middle like my coach um likes to keep people in shape um so I asked him, you know, what are the goals apart from obviously increasing strength and increasing like mass calories and things. And he said, well, we, we will do that. And then when we get to a point where your body's like slowed down or stop responding, then we'll cut back for maybe like four weeks to reboot the system again and then mm. carry on. So it is, yeah, it's kind of not staying lean at all by any means because I don't personally think you can grow effectively like that Mm. 
but just keeping in shape and being mindful of that and what was your feedback out of that show i don't know if they give feedback at ukbff or not i know they do at other shows but for kent classics i didn't get any feedback nor did i for the april show um (laughs) but for my uh, the british finals i i know what i need i know what i need to work on like that day i didn't feel like I bought my best package and I think my photos reflect that because I, I I'm smiling but you can see it in my eyes like I'm not I don't believe it I look a bit overwhelmed sort of thing mm. um I became in just a, too um too stringy like no matter what me and my coach did I just could I wasn't filling out at all um so that was a bit disappointing like I wasn't full god what, what a situation to be in I know. Um, I literally ate nearly two packets of rice cakes that morning just to try and fill out. Oh <laughs> I was having a panic attack. Obviously, he was so reassuring. Like, don't worry. Like, this, you look amazing. And obviously, I came fourth, so I must have done something right. But <laughs> in myself, I just didn't feel like I could have been the best that I know that I could have been. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. But two packets of rice cakes. <laughs> I know. And yeah. It was it was a panic. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely mental. Like, I think like I did. I have a car, big cover. God, it's all blender. I don't think I had a very massive cover. I came in. I was very opposite end to you. I wasn't lean enough. <laughs> so mm. I think my coach had me literally on like chicken and almond butter for pretty much yeah, pretty much all of the show day. I was just eating like dry almond butter. I was like yes, wow. and everyone else around me was like eating cheesecake. I was like, can you not? <laughs> Yeah, you're lucky though, because you, you, your competitions are in the evening, aren't they? Late afternoon. Um, yeah, I think I was on at like one or two in the afternoon, something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, no, I mean, in junior, I'm on straight away in the morning. It's just such a panic rush. <laughs> I'm so excited not to be junior anymore. I think the last um, um that I think would be quite good to talk about, and I think we both could put our input here is relationships and competing now i can hear your boyfriend in the back so if he wants to put his input he's more than <laughs> yeah, welcome to yeah. i think <laughs> but um yeah i don't even know where to start with this one but i guess what any advice that you could give to girls like i realize now that i was a complete like i wasn't like well i'll lie to you now i like i wasn't that much of a nightmare but I could have been a lot nicer let's put it that way um that's something that I'll bring into next year so I guess kind of how you may I don't know if you guys are comfortable talking about this but like yo yeah what what you struggled with um what you've kind of now reflecting back like what do you think you're going to do differently next year that sort of thing it it is just so hard like we've both competed at the same time done the same shows but um the last couple Leon took a step back and I just competed so we've had like two different experiences and the key is just pure patience (laughs) like it's it's kind of like you don't um you're not boyfriend and girlfriend anymore you're more like brother and sister like the constant like bickering like you know how yeah yeah your sister would get on your nerves so much because you live together it's like really hard it's kind Mm. of more like that and any little thing could just strike that 
tension but you just have it's just about give and take like you have to think before you speak like yeah you may be annoyed at the most stupidest thing but you know it's not real like if you Mm. weren't rep you wouldn't be feeling like that so you have to just stop hold it in and yeah it's just being extra nice and conscious of each other's feelings giving yourself a good talking to I think yeah yeah Yeah. definitely I was very much like if I got enough sleep I was fine like yeah I was yeah but if I didn't get enough sleep then I like lord help my boyfriend like I was just I think I think for me sleep was probably the thing that I should have done a lot better if I didn't sleep it would literally be like a domino effect for me I'd get really really hungry I'd get grouchy obviously I just was very snappy and it, it kind of it would make me a lot more stressed as well and obviously when yeah. I wasn't sleeping enough my water retention was going higher so yeah I don't know if it's the same thing with you but I know the next comp test prep like I'm gonna be like a sloth and sleep for about 10 hours a day <laughs> and just not care <laughs> yeah, underestimate it definitely so what how how was it different then for you um, and Leon competing at the same time in comparison to just you did you find it easier or harder yeah like so when we both competed Leon gets like really hangry and like I used to cook all his food for him and stuff to help him out but obviously I'm going through prep as well so it was it was it was it was like difficult you know mm. um and then when I was just doing it by myself, it was like he could finally like, give back to me, mm. like all those times that I supported him, which was really nice, and it made it so much easier. Um, and he wasn't hangry all the time. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to sound like a like a piece, but I'm quite good on prep, I think. Yeah, I, I handle it really well. Oh, Leon saying yes, that's a good one. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, what? But he's looking at you now, being like, really, really. Done <laughs> no, no. Honestly, like, I I'm fine. Danielle has the opposite problem to me, so she gets lean easy. Mm. So her calorie reduction isn't too bad. It, yeah. yeah, it never goes Whereas, really low. Yeah, mine, my calories get dropped dramatically, so I get hangry and tired. <laughs> <laughs> And she's... Like he'd have bre- train, have breakfast, and be like, "Oh my god, I need a nap." <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend's very much the same, Leon. Um, he he will do really like his weight will like drop really quickly, like for the first like month. Then after that, he's just on like literally no food at all. Yeah, and it's like that was part of the reason why I drew out of Kent Classics. Mm. Uh, my my calories were super low. Um, and I just yeah I wasn't I wasn't leaning up so yeah that was a really sort of tepsy time but um as the calories increased again and uh, like Dan said I was able to give back a little bit yeah like Um, even things like libido and stuff it's just not there because you're giving so much into everything else that you don't it's not that you don't have the time it's just you physically can't give each other like Like, what you would want to yeah definitely I think that's a subject that um a lot of people kind of is not spoken about a lot but it's real like I yeah. god if Joe like touched my shoulder I'd be like get off me I'd be like what are you <laughs> yeah <doing?" laughs> but then when he was you know when he was dying I just knew yeah there's just no 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 chance here um I hope it's gonna be funny if he listens to this podcast yeah I think it's having that understanding as well because I know 
some people that have one person in like the fitness industry and one who's not that can be quite a difficult thing oh, to kind yeah. of describe to people yeah hats up to the like boyfriends and girlfriends that don't compete but are with someone that does like it takes so much understanding Mm. but I'm glad that we both are into it because we get each other yeah definitely that's the thing we're both on the same page but sometimes those pages are really far apart because (laughs) of where we're at yeah (laughs) but that's just that's just the crazy thing that food kind of impact has. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you think, realize that food really is life. Like so much happiness and good experiences come from like food related things. Mm. You don't even realize until you can't have it. I think another thing is um, like social life with prep. So we're, we're in some aspect fortunate enough that we don't live down the road from each other. So we do have days on end where we're not together. Mm also through prep is a good thing you get your time to sort of reset yourself yeah um and then when you do see each other it's a little bit more special again so you can kind of start again yeah, yeah. so many coffee and tea trips rather than eating out <laughs> i think it's definitely difficult as well because like you as as you say you don't realize how many things are centered around food and that's a sort of social life until you're in that situation because i know some you know some boyfriends kind of like go out a lot which is cool like I used to be a town rat I, I feel it but like it's it's very difficult when you're tr- you're still trying to have that kind of social life side and you're still trying to kind of be involved but then it's it's kind of doing that balancing act at the same time is like which one you know in the end like, I don't know about you Danielle four weeks out I was a hermit I was like I'm just not going anywhere and I had to say to my friends like Look, if you don't hear from me, like, it's not you. It's literally just, like, I need to just buckle yeah. down sort of thing. Honestly, for me, that, that kind of helped distinguish between who your true friends are, um, the people that actually do hang around. Because you know yourself that you're quite sort of touchy and short-tempered. Some people get it, some people don't. Some people are in the fitness industry, some are not. However, I've, I've got a huge network of friends, and obviously some relationships were damaged through prep because um, they just don't quite get it. Yeah, mm. I, I'm quite lucky. I've, I'm even on prep and close to comps. I'm still always out there doing things, not just with friends, but like my family. It, it's never ever stopped me. I'm still social and go out a lot, but it's just having the restrictions whilst still enjoying yourself. Mm. See, it's it's not great, but it's better than missing out completely. Mm. Between like Dan and I, is Dan would happily go for a family meal and order a side salad with her prep chicken, whereas yeah. I didn't have the self-control to do that, so I'd rather not go. If yeah. I was to sit in a restaurant, it would be really difficult for me to sit and do that. I mean, sometimes I'd have a prep meal, depending on obviously the environment of where it is. Some, yeah. some restaurants won't really allow you to sit with the Tupperware tub. Mm. <laughs> So I kind of just avoided those. But for Danielle, she was willing to sort of have a side salad and have her main chicken or whatever was um, involved in that sort of day. Yeah, because it can be hard as well if you're going out for food and you ask for a six-ounce steak or whatever it is, and you're thinking, right, that's in the fitness pal, you know, but then you don't know what they're cooking it in at the same time, like if they're cooking it in oil or they've put butter on it and that sort of thing. I went to um, a spa weekend, like a week out from the finals with my family. And 
my nan was at breakfast my nan was just like oh can't you have the bacon with the fat like cut off oh can't you have this can't you no like they just just no nan stop it oh it's always the nans isn't it they just can't help themselves they're like oh go on oh this is is healthy like can't you have this well yeah i can have it then i have to weigh it i have to do it no (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bless my nan like she's she started like buying like one cow sprays and she normally she's like oh they're, they're full of rubbish but i bought them for you and she'd get like she'd do like a blended juicer and like a sorbet and she'd be like yeah i've like changed the recipe and i'm still sitting there like and you you have to like break that your nan's heart she's like i'm really sorry now like i just i yeah. just can't do it <laughs> Yeah, they are so cute. My mum was like, oh, I made this really healthy cheesecake. But I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter that it's healthy now. I still can't have it. <laughs> oh, bless him. And you guys went away after your competition, uh, Danielle, which I saw. And I did the very much the yeah. same with my boyfriend. I think just to kind of be like, I'm back. Like, I'm not horrible yeah. anymore, sort of thing. Yeah. That's a joke. But um, <laughs> So, yeah, I think... I, I, I don't know about you guys I definitely think that holiday after my show was like the best thing that I could have done because it was just time away and just it to relax and like reconnect and remember that you're do you know what I mean you are still in a relationship absolutely it is everything like it oh it's just so nice I mean me and Leon and Miss Lee we did go to the gym every day but <laughs> it was like a deload week and at the end of the day it is actually something we enjoy like we it took like there's no pressure it's not because we have to go it's because we wanted to go so it was still really fun to do um and yeah just being in the sun relaxing and dressing up putting makeup on uh, just enjoying each other's company like doing fun things like venturing yeah it it was just so nice it's so good where did you guys go in the end we went to greece oh i love greece yeah it was amazing. And so, there was an earthquake there, which we've never experienced before. There was it what? Was, an earthquake? Yeah, we were in the town shopping and the, the, the whole like room just started to shake and it was really weird. Oh my God. Mm. I didn't make the news. <laughs> I didn't even hear about that one. <laughs> no, it lasted only like 10 seconds, like not even. It was strange. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. No. Okay, cool. I've got one more question for you, Danielle. So what are your plans for next year? Peter wise at this point in time I have said I am taking the year off because I'm not junior anymore I'm going to be going into my height height class and I just I want to feel not worthy that's the wrong word but more proud (laughs) of myself (laughs) or like feel like yeah I belong on this stage you know I deserve this place in um and I don't think that if I compete next year, that I'm going to have that. Like, I'm not going to have built enough muscle that I want. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. But I have qualified for Barcelona, Arnold's. But it's just so expensive. But uh, unless you make it part of a holiday, it's kind of a bit like, eh. I don't I don't know if mm. I can do it. And it's the end of September, which, again, I just, I just don't think the time frame is going to work for me. Now, I think that's fair enough as well because my coach always like, reminds me like how long it actually does take to build muscle. And I think yeah. like this isn't any like detriment to anyone, but it's like people that are saying, oh, I'm, I'm doing like a two off season. Well, so they come out of their show from finals and they're going, yeah, I'm going straight mm-hmm. back into, an, into the show in April. Like that's only 
to what a few, two three months to kind of get yourself in a kind of okay health like in terms of health as well from an yeah. okay standpoint and then you're going straight back into your prep so no yeah. that sounds really that sounds good yeah. to kind of give yourself enough time yeah for me like space in between shows is so important I could never do well I'm not never say never obviously but back to back like weekend shows that some people do I just don't know how they do it no, or, I don't especially if people don't play see I mean you know you never know who you're up against on the day but I personally want to bring a different package every time so yeah I, I yeah 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 I, I I really I haven't got a girl on the um, podcast yet who has done like a crap load of shows if you have and you've listened to this please do come on and give us like the like the download how to do it <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it just like I just remember what my show was in like in June was like and it was just like well I just think it's like money again but it's 60 powder spray tan every time yeah how much do you think like i I honestly think i probably spent over two grand on my show in june when i think about it so is that including like 12 week food prep sort of thing as well oh i don't don't know about food i'm just thinking about like posing like Mm. hair makeup like that's the thing i got my hair done by my friend but i'm literally the worst person when it comes to makeup i actually went for like the big like the big um, like level four bikini but my kind of thing was like well bless my uh, my gram was like oh i'll pay like some towards it for like a late birthday present sort of thing so that was quite cute um and then i first of all well, i'm gonna be using this like again and again and again because i'm very much i don't think i came in lean enough for my show so i've got this mentality that i just want to do that like bikini justice if you know what i mean yeah yeah but um yeah too fair probably include i don't know how much do you think you probably spent what I've just added up some figures, like I think they're just estimates, but um, like bikini, shoes, jewellery, tan, entry fee. Um, uh, would you include membership? Yeah, I'd probably include membership. How much was that? 90. Okay. Um, I'm at 480. Wow. Now, I'm sure, yeah, that's like proper budget compared to some people. That's like, what people spend on a bikini but um so yeah I did I think I did it pretty well you did it amazing yeah <laughs> that's, that's so a, good because yeah, I, I spent 400 I a, on the oh sorry hon I, I did a couple of posing classes um this year so literally just two for the whole year and I don't I would do another one but again it that's a cost that I couldn't commit to it's like 50 quid a time oh. anyway you go really so yeah I did like a posing class every week and looking back I was like shit that was like 30 quid yeah I think for me though like my posing was just awful I was like Bambi in heels so I just thought right (laughs) I need to make this work a couple of times walked around Tesco's in my heels did you actually yeah (laughs) amazing I've just got this really funny image of just like Leon like behind you with the trolley and you just walk in like, yeah, get get the oats, get this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, I think, thinking about it now, yeah, I think I spent 400 on the bikini, about 50 on the shoes. So yeah, I think probably including food, I probably cleared about two grand, which is like, ugh, it makes me feel sick thinking about it. But I do, a lot of my stuff as well, I'm going to be using next year. So next year's competing costs are going to be like literally nothing. Thank yeah. 
definitely okay so i think how what time we come up to yeah i think we should wrap up here unless there's anything else you want to cover i think we've done quite a lot on this episode i feel like i've just babbled like every answer i haven't properly given an answer and i know once we finish i'm gonna remember loads of stuff that i wanted to say <laughs> oh no like, i think we've not anything right now <laughs> i think we've honestly done loads and thanks leon for the guest feature as well always good you're my first do you know what you're my first male guest on the podcast i think i should probably do another like one with a male that'd be pretty cool but um awesome okay so if people want to find you danielle how can they find you um with my instagram tag danielle nope and what about your illustration stuff as well my illustration page is danielle illustration and there is a link to my website on there as well awesome and before i go i just fyi if anyone's listening like i always before someone comes to the podcast i give them like a form just to kind of i get all the information and at the end i always put like not just bikini girls so they've got to give like a fact and every single time i've forgotten <laughs> so <laughs> danielle can you yeah. tell the listeners something which is completely random something that you've not said it's not related to fitness and it shows that you're not just a bikini girl oh god um i'm obsessed with <laughs> I like the forest and animals <laughs> like I follow like loads of fox instagrams and like hedgehog instagrams <laughs> I love this amazing um, I can imagine like your explore feed just being a combination of like bodybuilders and hedgehogs I can't yeah it, yeah that's <laughs> the only thing I think of to say there must be something more interesting oh my god I love it can you speak any languages no I can't can you that's normally my go-to it's like can you speak languages i was vegetarian for eight years and then i met leon and i had a bacon sandwich (laughs) he converted (gasps) me he converted (laughs) you oh my god so how what what age was it that you like was you kind of vegetarian for like i don't know from like 10 or like what was the age like 10 or 11 bacon sandwiches are always like the good you know what my other friend used to be vegetarian ate a bacon sandwich as well i was just like nah i'm sold (laughs) (laughs) i love that so did you would you um was you vegetarian before you started your fitness journey then yeah before uh so yeah i've been with leon four years and i became a meat eater after like half a year of knowing each other nice so did you i'm just really interested to hear this like did you feel like you your physique got better after you kind of switched did anything change at all 100% the one thing I noticed was that my hair immediately started to grow really like yeah I've always I have naturally curly crazy wire hair yeah and since eating meat and cleaning up my diet it just started to grow and now it is like straight and silky rather than what it used to be so yeah that's amazing <laughs> that's so weird that's so cool though as well awesome okay thank you danielle and thank you to everyone who's listened um if you haven't already please go and hit the subscribe button and leave a review if you have liked it and yeah we'll see you in the next episode thanks danielle thank you so much